Episode number 183 of the Living Deliberately Together podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast. If you're new to me, just so that you know who you're listening to, I am a well-being coach and creator of the Unstuck Method and the Clear Way, two groundbreaking self-help tools that promote your emotional health and well-being. I'm the author of the books, Getting Unstuck, Five Simple Steps to Emotional Well-Being, and The Clear Way, Five Simple Steps to Be Mentally Prepared for Anything. Through my coaching, courses, and community, I guide people to get clear on what they want and get unstuck from what's holding them back so that they can go on living more deliberately. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today, and now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So I'm doing something here on the podcast that I have never done before. Yesterday, I created this episode on crazy goals. I prepared for it, I recorded it, and I edited it, which is a process that takes hours. And I went to bed feeling not so great about how the episode came out. Not that the content wasn't good, it was, but rather my presentation of it wasn't my best. I felt like I was rambling and I wasn't clear and I kept repeating myself and I just felt like it wasn't the quality of my regular episodes. The episode, by the way, was like 40 minutes long, which is a lot longer than my typical episodes. And even though I spent hours on it, which I do for each episode, And even though it was ready to be uploaded to be broadcasted tomorrow, which is Tuesday, and even though we're still in lockdown here in Israel and my kids are home from school and I feel like I'm working two full-time jobs and there's no end in sight, I deleted the episode. I just went into the files, I clicked delete, and I decided to start over because this episode is too important for it to be just blasé and unclear. And you, my dear listeners, deserve to listen to quality episodes from me. And so here we are with round two, and I'm actually really excited to give it another try. So today I'm going to introduce a concept to you that I haven't yet shared on the podcast. It's called Crazy Goals, and what crazy goals have to do with living deliberately. Before we begin, let's take a moment to go back and look at how the human brain and how the mind works. And I say go back because I did an episode on the lower brain and on the upper brain many episodes ago, episode 146 and 147. But this always has to be the starting point because it's when we really understand how the mind works that we can then learn how to manage our mind and then create the lives that we want to live. If we don't understand how our minds work, we won't really be able to manage it because we won't know how to do that. Okay, so the undeveloped human brain, which is to say when we're really young, it has a natural tendency to dare and to dream. Right? It dares to think and even do things that it's never done before. A great universal example of this is with walking. 
When you were a baby and the thought of standing on two feet for the first time came to your mind, you had a choice. You could have pushed that thought away because, of course, it's outrageous. You've never done it before. And why do you think you'd be able to do it if you've never been able to do it before? Or you had a choice to keep that goal and go for it, which, of course, is what I'm guessing most of you did. And when you did that, you had no proof that you were going to succeed. Okay, so maybe you saw other people doing it, but you never had proof for yourself. You couldn't say to yourself, like, I did this before, I'll just do it again, because you've never tried before. And when you did go for it, you fell many times. Sometimes you fell right on your face, and yet you kept getting back up and you tried a zillion more times before you were really able to hold onto that dream of standing and then eventually walking. Other things that many kids do when they're young, when they dream something they've never done before, include riding a bike, right? Like allowing yourself to fall and fall and fall until you get it, or doing a flip on a trampoline, and even dreaming of what you want to be when you grow up. You know that standard question adults ask kids? Have you ever thought to stop and listen to some of those answers? I've heard kids say the most amazing things, right? They want to be an astronaut. They want to be a magician. They want to be a clown. Kids dream big. Think back to your own life when you were a kid. What kind of things did you do when you dared to dream? Do you remember any of them? The more mature brain is more protective of taking risks. The lower brain, which is your primitive brain, it's there to protect you. It will hold you back in order to keep you safe. So when a dream comes to your mind, it's going to automatically tell you all the reasons why you should not go for it why it's not a good idea, why you don't deserve it, why you won't be able to achieve it, why it's impossible. Now, all of those negative thoughts that I just mentioned that arise when you first you know, come up with this idea, it is normal to have those negative thoughts. What it means is that you have a functioning lower mind that is doing its job, which is great on the one hand, because you need that lower brain for survival. On the other hand, if you listen to your lower brain all of the time, it's going to keep you held back. So when we were little, in general, we played it big. At least we played it big until we learned that it's scary to dream big, and then we kind of stopped. Living deliberately is about playing it big. It's about allowing yourself to dream. It's about taking leaps of faith. It's about creating crazy dreams. It's about hearing loud and clear the lower brain shouting all of the reasons why you can't do something, and then you do it anyway. Not because you're being irresponsible, but because you want to grow and evolve as a human being. Crazy dreams are a part of your life story as elements that push you forward. Now, what does a crazy goal look like? First and foremost, 
they seem close to impossible. They almost appear laughable. They feel more experimental than other goals, which feel maybe more planned or more safe. Crazy goals bring up a lot of emotional stuff. And so crazy goals stretch you to places that you may have never gone before. I had a crazy goal once when I was 18 to buy a one-way ticket to Israel. To me, that was a crazy goal. I didn't know a single soul in Israel at the time. I didn't have a job. I didn't even have a place to live. But I had this deep desire to move to Israel after finishing college. It brought up a lot of fear, but I did it anyway. And that experience is a big part of who I am today. Another crazy goal that I had was writing my first book, Getting Unstuck. At that time, I had never written a book before, and I didn't know the first thing about writing a book or about getting a book published. I didn't have a publisher, and I totally went in blind to that experience. And it brought up a lot of self-sabotaging thoughts, like, who are you to write a book? Who do you think you are? But I did it anyway, and that experience is a huge part of where I am today with the work I do. A crazy goal my husband once had was when we moved to Israel as a family, he decided he was going to create a successful building business. At the time, we were living in New Jersey together, and he learned how to build American-style homes. Our plan was to move to Israel, but we had little money and no contacts, and he didn't know the first thing about building Israeli-style homes, which are built with entirely different materials than what he learned in New Jersey. It brought up a lot of difficult and uncomfortable emotions for him, including thoughts of, you're never going to succeed. Having that crazy goal and going for it anyway was a huge part of our success story in living now today in Israel. Another crazy goal my husband had a couple of years ago was to run a marathon. My husband is nearly 50 and he's never ran in his life. He never was a runner. While he liked to play basketball and he liked to swim, he knew nothing about the sport of running. And going for this goal, again, brought up so many difficult emotions for him, including fears of disappointment, of not being able to succeed. And it ended up that running in the Jerusalem Marathon is a big part of my husband's life story and who he became because of that event. I can share more crazy goals with you, but I'll move on. Crazy goals are things that push us forward in life. If we didn't create crazy goals, we would simply be living the same life that we lived yesterday, which if you want to do is totally fine, but I don't think we're meant to live that way. I do believe that we as human beings are meant to keep evolving. And the only way to keep evolving is to create situations where you need to go through difficult obstacles and emotions in order to get to the other side. If you never go through challenges and uncomfortable emotions and obstacles, you'll never really evolve yourself forward. And I'm not suggesting to create crazy goals all of the time, but I am suggesting 
that it might be worth it to have at least one crazy goal that you're working on in your life at any given time. So let me tell you what happens when you create a crazy goal. Emotional yuckiness, for lack of a better word, comes up. I call them dream catchers, and I'll share more about them in a future episode. But stuff like fear and thoughts of, I'm not ready, I'm not good enough, I don't know how, I don't know, it'll never happen, I don't deserve this, all of that yuckiness is going to come up. Again, that is normal. What it means is that your brain is working. That voice can be rude and mean, and it can create a lot of doubt and even shame. And it's normal. It doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It actually means you're doing everything right. But because that yuckiness comes up, it may mean that you need support to get through it. Because let me tell you, it is not easy to go through that. And I'm sure I don't have to tell you this. It's really hard to go through fear and self-doubt and lack of self-belief. It's really hard. That's why I always have a coach on my side to help me through those crazy goals that I create in my life. And this is why I suggest to all of you to have a coach or someone in your life who will guide and support you while you go on your journey towards reaching your crazy goals. At the end of the day, the real purpose in creating crazy goals is not necessarily to attain them, but it's more to give you a focus to light your path, and to create a situation where you're really going to be challenged so that when you get stuck, which you will get stuck, and when you fall off track, which will happen, you challenge yourself to go through those difficult places nonetheless. Because going through those places, again, is what is going to evolve you. And I know it sounds like, ugh, Why do I really have to go through that difficult stuff in order to evolve? And the answer is yes, that's life. Everything that I can think of in life, and I'm thinking about things right now in nature, they have to go through adversity in order to evolve. Think of a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. Think of a seed needing to burst through soil in order to become a flower Even think of a woman giving birth. It's just part of the way that the natural world works. It's the adversity that builds character. It's the adversity that guides you to become the person that you want to become. I have a crazy goal that in one year, I will weigh what I weighed before I started having babies. Now, why is this so crazy? Well, because I haven't weighed that weight in like 20 years. This crazy goal is going to challenge me and it's going to push me and it's going to bring up a lot of difficult emotions. And I'll be honest, my main purpose isn't really to get to that certain weight, but it's rather to guide me to become a different person because the person who I have become specifically around eating is someone that I'm not really proud of. And so I created this crazy goal in order to challenge me to evolve into a different person. 
I have a crazy goal of making $100,000 one year from today. That's a crazy goal my new business coach helped me dream up. And believe me, I have tons of lower brain thoughts around that one. I don't deserve it. Money is bad. I should be ashamed for thinking of that. And while that goal is going to be in the forefront of my mind every single day until one year from today, the goal is in place, again, not necessarily for me to reach it, but to stretch me and to challenge my mindset. And it really is, actually, like it's never done before. It's going to grow and evolve me as I go through difficult emotions, growing my business every single day. I also have a crazy goal that one year from today, I will be in an extraordinary relationship with my husband, one where there's daily hugs and kisses and words of gratitude and praise are present. And this is a crazy goal because my husband and I have spoken about splitting up several times over the last few years. Even though neither of us really wanted to do that, it's something that came up in conversation because we were just really frustrated with one another. And I have to say, I'm incredibly excited about my crazy goals for 2021. I know they're not going to be easy, but I'm excited to have them, to stretch myself, and to prove to myself what is possible. And I can't wait to share with you one year from today where I am with them. So my dear listeners, what crazy goals do you have? Where have you been dreaming, but keeping that dream quiet? Where have you been dreaming small? What would you dream if you took fear out of the equation? If you could wave a magic wand, what would you want to create one year from today? Keep in mind a crazy goal is not about what you want to have, but it's about what you want to create. So a crazy goal is not about winning the lottery or changing your spouse to be nicer because you don't have control over either of those. It's about where you can take full responsibility for creating something in your life. Try to be really specific. Give it a timeline and even see if you can add any numbers into the goal. After you do this, don't do anything else at this point. Just sit with it. Notice what comes up and then tune in to the next few episodes to see what to do next. I highly, highly, highly recommend you get a coach to partner with as you go on your journey with your crazy goal. If you would like me to be your partner, please feel free to reach out. If you would like an accountability partner, you can find one inside of my private community on Facebook. Doing this alone is difficult. Because again, you're going to be going up against your lower brain. And more often than not, your lower brain is going to win, which means it's going to hold you back. It's so helpful to have that outside objective source to keep you in checks and balances and moving you forward, especially when you fall off, which will happen, my friends. It really should be expected because none of us are perfect And no one has ever gone on a journey with only wins. My second suggestion to you is when you create your crazy goal, write it down. Get it out of your head. Make it visible to yourself. Take markers or colored pencils and draw a beautiful sign reminding you of what your crazy goal is. 
So when your lower mind starts yakking again, you can remember where you're headed. Okay, my dear friends, I'm so glad I had a crazy goal of redoing this episode because it came out a thousand times better than the first time. I really hope you got a lot out of it, and I would love to hear from you. If you are inside of my community, please comment on what your crazy goal is. And if you're not inside of my community, why not? We're doing such awesome stuff in there that can really change your life. How you show up, who you're being in the world. We are growing and we are evolving and I don't want anyone to be left behind. So please come join us. Visit my website, click on the link to the blueprint, enroll, and you'll gain direct access to join the Lifelong Group on Facebook. I can't wait to meet you on the other side. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to living deliberately together with you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Living Deliberately Together podcast. It is my honor and privilege to be able to show up here each week for you. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to start applying this work to your life, you have to check out the Living Deliberately Blueprint. It's my online self-paced course, which will teach you my tools and everything you need to know about living deliberately and actually manifesting it. Head over to my website now, shiragura.com for more details. I look forward to starting this journey with you.